0: Well, hello once again. This is John Prim. Today is Happy Valentine's Day. Who gives a crap? I don't know. I don't have any lady friends at the moment, so I'm spared the uh, drudgery of having to buy a card and some flowers. Oh, my goodness, I've spent a fortune on that crap. And... Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I had some nice times for a while. But, uh, of course, flowers on cards uh, on made-up holidays like Valentine's Day is just a plot of uh, business to you know sell greeting cards and uh, other things like that that are totally unnecessary for our life and our society. <clears throat> so, anyway... Being uh, single now without a lady friend, I am spared that ridiculousness. This is gonna be just a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm just gonna talk. Uh, I'm not gonna be reading anything. Uh, I found out an interesting thing, though, uh, on my computer here. I did a Google search for the title of my book, What the Hell Is It Now? Did you know that when you type in that phrase with a question mark, you get 794 million results. Uh, and believe it or not, <clears throat> the first thing are some three videos I never saw before. And the next thing, the next thing out of 794 million is my Kickstarter page that I, I did for my book. Uh, I was you know trying to raise money for it, and I promised people... Uh, uh, a mention in the book if they supported me <clears throat> even with uh, just $10 uh, which got you the book anyway now it's the the in Google there's videos and then the next thing is what the hell is it now one baby boomers opinion by John Prim. and <clears throat> then there's images and it has uh, the uh, emoji face I had on my original cover and uh anyway. So I I feel semi-famous in that out of 794 million I'm the first thing after a bunch of videos and uh, if I click on images it's it's the first one. Uh, The book from my Indiegogo version of the uh, CrowdFunder project. If I do videos, uh, no, but it's uh, the fourth one down is a Vimeo uh, version, or, or, or it's a, my, my <coughs> idea uh, that I had on my uh, crowdfunding page in a uh, two-minute video. If I click on news, it's nowhere. Maps, uh, images, of course, uh, it's there. Okay, that was my cuckoo clock again. By the way, for <coughs> the... Uh, Well, here's another interesting factoid. This podcast has no followers. (laughs) And uh, so I can check that out on Podbeam. And uh, the one thing it has is the top 10 episodes that were downloaded. And the most was the last one I did on January 14th about God Friended Me. Uh, I just found out that that program was renewed. And so I'm happy about that. And uh, anyway, that was the podcast before last. Then I had three downloads on uh, Session 5, Everything is Up to Women Anyway, and Session 7, War, What's It's Good For. And then I had two downloads each for Plenty of Piranha Fish, Uh, Session 13, Out of the Woodwork, Session 25, Additional Chapter Ideas, Session two, at least I'm getting free dinners. Section session twenty-six, bonus stuff. Then additional uh, the one additional one called why rewrite, and session one stupid atom, also had two downloads. So uh, the internet is internet is amazing, isn't it? I mean, all these uh, statistics you can uh, see on Podbean and. Uh, Probably a lot of the other podcasting uh, platforms. And uh, it's it's just endless. <clears throat> anyway, I'm looking at a page that says no followers and no comments. <laughs> uh, over the last uh, 14 days, I've had a 91.7% decrease in downloads. So, uh, <clears throat> come to think of it, this is... Uh, this is sort of an odd thing. You know, people might be considered crazy if they talk to themselves, and that's basically what podcasting is, except that you're recording it and putting it out there for the world to hear. And uh, <clears throat> so after all that work I did, uh, you know, with my podcast, uh, I don't have all that many people that have downloaded the thing but i think uh oh it's there's been a total of uh, 300 downloads i forgot where i see that on uh, my pod bean dashboard as they call it anyway so uh in a way podcasts are sort of like a a uh, insane person talking to themselves except it's maybe not quite insane because you are recording yourself and you're hoping that other people will listen to it and maybe uh, if by chance they just enjoy the sound of your voice and, and your uh, delivery, they might uh, start listening to you. It will be interesting to note in a million years from now if what I've uh, recorded will still be accessible somehow. And, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, whether or not our podcast will last as long as the pyramids and and even longer. My goodness. You know, in uh, another four billion years, the sun is going to expand past our orbit, and that will totally incinerate the earth. There's not going to be a thing that's left. Nothing. Not even the hardest substances like diamonds and and whatever it's all going to be totally consumed gone and uh, hopefully by that time if if the human race is to continue within uh, the universe we will have figured out how to uh, finance uh, trips to uh, different uh, solar systems uh, we, we can't just go to our own solar system, which at this point in time takes months and years, many years, matter of fact, to get to some places. And, of course, the outer planets are totally uninhabitable, uh, as well as Mercury is way too hot. And so uh, they say there's billions of potential Earth-like planets, but how the heck do we get there without inventing warp drive and uh so anyway i think that's what's so likable about star trek it uh, portrays the future of our our people our earth uh in pretty much harmony with other planets of the federation that are not of this solar system and uh with the good old prime directive in force. Uh, it's, uh, a pretty, a pretty nice, you know, solar galaxy to uh, li- live in. Uh, except, you know, there's always going to be Klingons and Romulans and, and who knows what else, uh, that are, they're just bad, bad guys. So anyhow, um, what else was I going to talk about today? It's raining. California definitely needed that. Um, oh, I'm going to I'm going to toot my horn about something. There's an actor <clears throat> called Jim, Jim Meskimen, and uh, he is the son of Marion Ross, who was the uh, mother of Ron Howard in uh, the the uh, TV show Happy Days, and uh, she was just, uh, she's still alive as far as, far as I know, and uh, she was she was just very pleasant in that uh, sitcom. Anyway, anyway, her son is uh, Jim Meskimen, and uh, he uh, most recently was on uh, a commercial where he's George Washington crossing the Delaware Turnpike, and uh, he has a couple lines in there yeah we've all got a place to go cars are honking on because people are just pushing this boat across the freeway uh, I forget what is I think it's Geico insurance or something anyway he's that and I first uh, got in touch with uh, this guy after I was in a jib-jab end of the year uh, uh, video that was shown on uh, Jay Leno and it was a uh, 2006 uh, the year where everything was knocking futs, and uh, so they, uh, I started watching these jib jab things, and I'd seen them on Jay Leno, where he does a year end wrap up, and uh, it's two two guys, and uh, that do this, and uh, so I, uh, you know, started I started to be a uh, observer of that. Uh, of the Jib Jab year end in review type thing that they were doing. I, I guess they're still doing it. Uh, they put out a lot of stuff, and I currently belong to Jib Jab, which is a fun way you can put your picture into one of their uh, cartoons and your mouth actually moves. It's easy to set up, and, and it, some of these are really hysterical. Anyway, um, Jim Meskiman, uh did the voice of uh, John Kerry. Uh, for a uh, the 2006 uh, presidential uh, race, with uh, I think he he may have done both of them, both uh, you know George Bush and uh, John Kerry, and he did a great job in this uh, 2006 thing. And so I I noticed that he his name was in the credits at the end of this jib jab thing, and so I, I've started uh, corresponding with him. So I've been you know. Uh, getting his email alerts and stuff for the last uh, 12, 13 years. Anyway, he has a little cartoon contest. Uh, He uh, draws a uh, cartoon, like a cartoon you would see in a newspaper, just one frame, and it's uh, something kind of funny. And he has a contest of uh, captioning it. And so I've been doing that a number of times, and he uh, then uh, says he'll he'll get it if you... If your caption is picked, uh, then you get a certificate and a swell prize. And so I just got my certificate uh, for the, a cartoon that I caption. And what it is, is a, it's a picture of a hairy kind of a monster uh, behind a desk, and he's holding a piece of paper. And there's a TV camera and a microphone uh, like it's a news broadcast. And uh, a director is talking to him looking at the script, and uh, it's just kind of, you know, funny-looking, and the guy looks uh, this hairy, totally covered in hair thing, looks kind of sad. Anyway, the director is talking, and so my caption that one was, Okay, do it again, but angrier. Roll camera, the dangers of abusing Rogaine, take three. And uh, so anyway, that, that, that one, and I have their certificate. And he also sent me a CD, a two-CD set of uh, a performance of a a book called uh, Gunman's Tally, Gunman's Tally by L. Ron Hubbard. And uh, it's, uh, you know, two CDs, so it's like around two hours long. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, it was produced in uh, 2008, and this Jim Meskeman was the director of it, and he uh, apparently also does some of the voices. And uh, so anyway, uh, I've got an email relationship with a uh, with an actor who's <laughs> a member of uh, Screen Actors Guild and the, the whole bit. Uh, but he seems like a real nice guy. Never talked to him personally Uh and for a while, he had a thing where he would, he would give uh, any actor who wrote to him some advice. And I, uh, I told him about what I was doing. Uh, I've, I've, I'm auditioning for a company for an outfit called ACX. And they put together authors who would like to have their book converted into an audiobook book uh, with potential narrators. And so I've been doing that a bunch of times. I've done like 30 auditions. I still haven't secured a, a job yet. And uh, it's, it doesn't pay very much. It's, it may sound like a lot, but they have a range going from royalty rights, which, of course, means nothing. Uh, you won't get any money doing that. And then they have uh, monetary uh, prices of uh, 50 to 400 dollars per finished hour now think about that per finished hour that means uh you record the you have to record the book yourself then you have to edit it and uh, make sure everything is okay and polish it and then you get uh 400 for every hour I still going okay I guess so my screen went totally blank for there for a second it took a rest Uh, well I don't want to uh, make my thing uh, too long Uh, there was a couple of other things I was uh, I know I was thinking about talking about but then then I'm just rambling you know what I think is here's some more ramble Uh, I'm curious as to why Podcasts that last for an hour are popular. Uh, I think that's kind of long, just for listening to somebody uh, talk. It's it's sort of different when it's an audiobook and it's an episodic kind of a thing, and there's a, a storyline going. And uh, you know, so I I think that. Uh, you know, if there's an audiobook for War and Peace, it's probably, I don't know, 20 days long or something to, <laughs> for it to be read. I really don't know. Uh, but uh, I should check that out. And, uh, but they're, they, they really are great, you know, when you uh, just want to hear another human voice. And, uh, you know, some are, are quite good. A long time ago, I bought some uh, Star Trek ones. Where James Doonan did, uh, you know, uh, these things, and and they were just wonderful. He was a fantastic actor, and uh, so he 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 did like semi imitations of all the characters in the original Star Trek series, and uh, oh, he he just did a marvelous job. There may have also been some uh, music and sound effects in there too. Uh, not sure. Uh, this Gunman's Tally that was uh, directed by Jim Meskeman uh, is like a full soundtrack. Uh, uh, I, I listened to part of it, but uh, the opening has uh, a couple guys on horseback riding through the west, and uh, I, f- I found that the the hoofbeats were distracting to... <laughs> to uh, hearing exactly what was being said, and uh, it, it could have been, been okay, but in my opinion, uh, they just mixed the uh, sound effects of horse riding um, a little too high. You know, the, ideally, uh, nothing is ever as loud as the voices uh, so that you don't miss anything. Okay, well, I'm going to uh, turn this off. This has uh, gone on for 19 minutes now, and uh, I might do a little bit of editing, uh, but perhaps not. This is being recorded, by the way, just in a normal little office. It's not soundproofed. Uh, and so uh, sometimes I run a, um, a, a noise gate filter uh, over this and it eliminates all, all the background noise but it can sometimes uh, chop off uh, parts of words and, and uh, stuff like that, and then a breath, you might just hear just a part of it and not normally. And so I'm not doing that with these. Uh, these uh, this is more like a regular radio broadcast where uh, you know, the, a noise gate isn't uh, used most likely. And uh, this is being recorded on a Mac Pro. Using uh, Soundtrack Pro software that used to that used to come with Final Cut Pro Studio, <clears throat> very nice program for recording and mixing, and I'm using an old RE-15 Electro Voice microphone that used to be used at Ford Aerospace. Uh, this microphone is probably uh, 40 or 50 years old, and uh, when Ford Aerospace got sold to L'Oreal and then consequently Lockheed Martin. That's when I lost my wonderful job there <laughs> doing videos um, because they totally shut down our division in Southern California <laughs> and continued to make the products we were making in uh, Orlando, Florida, where Lockheed already had a, a big uh, a big presence there. And uh, so anyway, the neat thing about that whole deal was is that they... They uh, Well, they. I was only 52, but they gave me the special 55 early retirement package. They gave uh, each of us about a year's regular pay as severance pay. And I used that money to start my own video editing business. And uh, that uh, that business, DV Post, is now celebrating 20 years. So, hooray for me. Uh, DV Post is... Uh, will be 20 years old in June 15th of 2019. Uh, looking forward to talking some more. Uh, this has uh, really nothing to do uh, in this episode with uh, being frustrated and wondering what the hell is it now. But uh, I'm uh, actually enjoying uh, talking to myself and... Uh, and hoping that uh, a couple people will actually uh, hear this. I think a lot depends on what I'm going to title this episode, and I haven't decided. Anyway, I wish all of you well, all two or three of you, and I hope you have a pleasant day. So long for now.